<laughs> I'm ready. Okay. okay. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? We are back with another beautiful, wonderful episode of The Way Love Goes. We are your host. I am Mr. Don Dees, and I'm with my lovely co-host. Tierra And we are going to get it done for you guys today. All right, we are talking about uh, the six. Um, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Okay. Um, because we got good stuff to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. And before we get into that, we're just going to do a quick check-in because that's more important than everything is just making sure we're good. So my sister, how are you doing? What is new with you? If anything, uh, everything's going good. It's spring break week with the Mm. first two kids. I have three. So because my youngest son does does virtual learning, he has to do his spring break is a different week. So that kind of messed up mm. the week and how we're going to do things. So um, we're just going to do a couple of things this week and then I'll do a couple of things with him next week. So <laughs> yeah. lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, ain't nothing it. like a spring break. I'm telling right. you, especially these days, because I feel like I, I don't know, you know, no matter what, what version of school kids are doing, mm-hmm. there's always like the some aspect that's making it more taxing than it was before pandemic. I don't know why that is, but I just be really appreciating the spring break times these, these days. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um, Nothing's new with me. I'm just doing my regular every day, (laughs) regularly. Oh, actually, you know what? One thing is new. My wife is not here. She is in korea with her family which which uh you know at first i was like oh lord me and the kids how's that gonna go um you know because i i am a i am a dad's dad kind of dad like stereotypical you know go do that do what i said all right yeah you're not dead okay you're fine that that kind of stuff um and my wife is very much like okay is everybody okay let me let me take your temperature. Let me make sure you're doing this. Let me make sure your food has this right balance right. of all of it. She actually thinks about all the stuff. So yeah, that was gonna be a struggle. But my mom's done came through and she's gonna help out. So my kids will survive. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, and my my wife, I'm happy because she'll get to um she hadn't been to check her family out, like been back to Korea probably for like nine years. Oh wow. So this is the first time back in that time, and I think it'll be good for her. So she could, you know, she's been working hard, grinding in school and all of that. Mm-hmm. So she's going to get her some good motherland time, you know? Right. So that's good. That's good. Um, but otherwise, yeah, everything is still the same. We're just over here doing our grind. My kids had spring break last week. Okay. And so they're back into the grind this week. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Yeah, fun, fun, yeah. fun. That means yeah. that yeah. spring break mm-hmm. always lets yeah. us know that <laughs> s- school is almost over. 
<laughs> I know. That's what I that's what I keep telling us. I was like, come on, y'all. We almost there. Just like a little. Right. And then luckily, for, I don't know why, but my kid's school ends usually, at least in California, usually is ending in June. But for whatever reason, they're done at the end of May this year. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I ain't even mad at that. Right. I'm cool with it. If y'all cool with it, I'm cool with it. So, yeah. When does school usually end in Virginia? Um, in June, like uh, mid June. So, like, cause my okay. yeah, my oldest son he graduates in June, mid June. So yeah, this year. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Congrats yes. I'm like, oh wow, I am. I'm really forty. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm about yeah, to have a whole yeah. I'm stuff. about to have a whole eighteen year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. My my uh my wife is graduating too. Uh, this June coming oh, up. Oh wow, that's awesome. So yeah, man. Props to her. Um, doing another degree in a, another country. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Right. So those are those are our updates, y'all. Um, before we talk about the sex, um, <laughs> please sponsor us <laughs> so that we can uh, talk about it better and with nicer um, f microphones and more sponsors right. and all of that good right. stuff. All right. So listen and share with your brothers, your sisters. If you know a bum down the street that just got us, you know, <laughs> cricket wireless phone, let him know. Right. So he can get on. Right. Um, yeah, you know, whoever, your male person, whoever, let them know. Right. Because we up here talking about some good old thing things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we ready? Any, 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 anything to add? Any shameless plug to add? <laughs> no, but my computer is <laughs> my computer is going crazy right now. <laughs> oh. That's right. That's right. No, no, no. That's, that's, it just started that's reading. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Stop it! Stop it! We gotta let them know where to go. Stop yeah. it! So you got you got the accessibility stuff where it's where it's talking to you. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, I pressed, man. but it started to. Um, I don't know. It started to um, do its own thing. I don't. Yeah, that's that's a helpful device there. <laughs> crazy <laughs> never a dull moment people right this is what we're about well let's jump into this topic man we're talking about the sex uh there's no special occasion really it's just something that you should always talk about uh you know just a right. good reminder right. Uh, right. because if you don't then you know why what's going right. on with you like do it you know literally and in conversation wise <laughs> um i I wanted, we were talking about, the reason we're talking about this really is because in our, um, our like production meeting time when we kind of just shoot around ideas about what things we want to cover, right. uh, we hadn't talked about this for a little bit and we thought, you know what, man, it's, it's, it's time. Let's just go ahead and, right. and, and holler at the people on this level real quick. Um, and one of the things we were talking about, which I think, um, we maybe had said this before when we were talking about sex, but um, my I had an aunt that had this interesting perspective, and this kind of where I want to uh, start okay. <laughs> start off here. She was of the mindset that a 
at least from a wife's perspective, I don't know what she thought the men should do or not, right. but at least from the wife's perspective, she was like, a woman should never deny her husband. Right. Whenever he wants it, she should do mm -hmm. it. And so I think that we were we were kind of talking about that, right. and they would say, you know what, man, let's let's take some time and talk about this part of sex and a couple other ting tings. So, um, but let's jump in on that. What what is you like? What are you? What is your thoughts on that? And then if you and then if you did in your digging, what did you find? And, and so we can share with the peoples. Okay, so. I don't know what the scripture is. <laughs> that's what. I, that's the research I should have. Maybe I can look it up while you're I, talking. I should have um, pulled out, pulled it out. But I know it's in there. I know it. It talks. Oh wait, mm -hmm. minute, it's First Corinthians seven three five, and it says the husband should oh, give okay. to his wife her conjugal rights, and likewise the wife to her husband. For the wife does not have authority mm. over her body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time, that you may devote yourselves to prayer, but then come together mm -hmm. again, so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So when I Ooh. when I hear about denying denying of sex and withholding of sex in a marriage standpoint, um, that is what I always remember that scripture. Um, now I'm now I'm glad I know the actual what it is. First Corinthians seven, <laughs> three and five. You know how you go, Oh, I know that scripture is somewhere in the Bible, but there yeah, it is. I know it's in there. I know it's in right. there. Right. So that is what I've always um been told is that that's not you're not supposed to do that. Now, the way it's been taught though in the church is always from a standpoint mm -hmm. of wives, don't you deny your husband some you know sex because you're gonna make him go off and run off and be with someone else even though that is that is a consequence that is true the scripture does mm -hmm. also say that husbands are husbands are supposed to not deny their wives the same so it's not just only about husbands um not getting it it's also about yeah. wives not getting any either because it it is it's a two-way it's street. a two-way street absolutely and as we learn um but because of the society because of the way the world works it's always been a thing where it's always been put in the media that um women you know you see them in the movies or on tv shows always in in the marriage type um shows that the woman is always mm -hmm. holding sex over her husband's head or over her her boyfriend or partner's head um, as mm -hmm. if, if you don't do this, then you won't get any nookie tonight or you won't, you know, maybe, oh, it, it'll always be a joke. Oh, you doing, you did good today. Um, maybe we'll get a treat as if he's a dog, <laughs> yeah. as if he's, you're going to do that thing. I right. Like. You're going to do that thing. Right. And when in actuality, sex is supposed to already be a part of your marriage as a non-negotiable it's not supposed to be mm. an accessory or maybe you can or maybe you get this and and as women we should not hold that over our spouse's head or if you're not married over your partner's head if you are having sex um because it's mm -hmm. it's a form of physical abuse which emotional abuse which wow. i have yeah. um learn through my research that they said that it is the most toxic form 
of emotional abuse because it's like a tactic you know it's like okay if you don't do this then then you're not you're not gonna get this and you hold it um, like it's some kind of prize that he is supposed to earn or win when that is mm -hmm. that is already a part of the package <laughs> it's already a part of the package deal it's not something that you buy or that you add on mm. Mm. so we always hear that and then um, um, the other thing is that um, I found out from the intimacy website it's called intimacymarriage.com mm -hmm. that um, when you deny sex from your spouse um you do five things you compromise your marriage vows and possibly your marriage yourself Ooh. you buddy up you buddy up to satan which i just said is basically when you regularly deny sex to your husband or when you have hardly go through the motions sexually you are opening up your marriage to un an unfathomable attack mm. okay so your husband um can then you know start to ponder well uh Susie looked kind of cute today at work. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Lord uh, of mercy, Susie. Those, those, and it, those ain't, kind no, of it ain't Susie's fault. It ain't Susie's fault. Yeah. It ain't Susie's fault. No, absolutely not. Um, and and they, it says you also, you hurt the person you love. So if, you, if, if you're married and you're supposed to love the person as you love yourself, then that means you're hurting, you're not only hurting yourself, you're hurting, um, not only hurting the other person, you're hurting yourself at the same time. Mm. And then four, you ignore a time-tested wisdom of nearly every marriage counselor, they say, and that is um, you open up the door to insecurity, um, again, emotional abuse, you open up the door to um, thoughts of divorce, Mm. Thoughts of separation, mm -hmm. thoughts of an open marriage, um, mm. a lot of shouting, a lot of a lot of arguments, and and then the next thing it says is that you tell God that He must be wrong because sexual pleasure is supposed to, is a God's idea, so it's for both the wife and the husband. Aha. So th these are some of the things that I found out. Of course, there is so much other um i mean once you type in denying sex i mean a plethora of <laughs> articles and, of stuff coming up. And, and, and websites come up there's called the men project m-e-n-d mm -hmm. project and they talk about how um how withholding sex is the most toxic emotional abuse it's a it's like a tactic um in a way where you are trying to reward your partner with sex when sex in itself is a part of the package of marriage mm. um you're not you're not treating your spouse with sex like you're treating your dog you know for you know not peeing on the carpet or you're treating your dog for rolling over you know it's your 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 spouse is not an animal your spouse is not your pet right and so um sex should not be used as a weapon basically mm. it's supposed to be used as a continual expression of love between the two of you um of of the of the partnership and the commitment that you have made to want to for one another right. so we have to get out of the mindset that um if you don't do something for me then you're not going to get sex because you're you're hurting yourself in the long run because mm -hmm. you're gonna want it as a woman you're gonna want it yeah <laughs> and so by trying to make him feel bad for not getting it you're then you know what are you gonna do when you want it so then now you're gonna be you know trying to go buy a whole bunch of toys which is nothing wrong with toys if that's what you and your husband agree upon or you and your partner mm -hmm. agree upon but if 
the willing and able body is there, right? <laughs> then, then what are you doing? So, from that standpoint, that's a little bit of stuff that I found out yeah. when it came to what denying sex does to a relationship in a marriage. Yeah, man, it's it's it. Yeah. We were talking about a couple of weeks ago about things being transactional, and it's like, right? What? Yeah. Why is this? like an if then you know kind of like conditions <laughs> type of thing when like when as you said it's supposed to be part of the deal you know um man i forgot who the actor is but um he was saying he uh he pencils in his schedule time <laughs> with his wife because like he was saying i think they had a rule of no more than three days without you know, obviously, if they're mm -hmm. like they they were, you know, they were uh, professional actors. So obviously, if they're right. like on a project and they're gone, that's you know that's it. But like in their just regular everyday life, no more than three days without sex. You know, if it gets to that third mm -hmm. day, it's like all right, all right, right. you know. Right. And it's 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 interesting. It's like you know, it's all it's kind of like kind of awkward to do it like that, but. I guess it's it really just depends on like how you have valued that within your you know relationship and that kind of thing. Exactly. Um, but I do want to even add some support for how often, um, not like a prescribed like once or twice a week, but often mm -hmm. or not, there are actually health benefits. <laughs> so. If you're needing this argument for your partner, I got right. it for you. Just put <laughs> this in your toolbox, everybody, okay? Um, having sex often is very healthy. Literally, right. like scientifically. Um, I know because I went to a urologist website and found this out. All right? These are scientific <laughs> doctors. Okay? And here's what they have to say. Um, if you are having safe sex at least twice a week, you can boost your immune system. Bet you didn't know mm. that. Um, because... Mm your body produces something called immunoglobulin which is a um, it's it's an it's a uh, it, it prevents uh, like colds flus spreads of viruses things like that um, so medically like literally medicinally you're actually helping your body out you understand me you gotta just if you need if you just need that you know tell your partner it's like yo we gotta get that 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 that, that our immune system popping. Let's let's let's, let's right. help it out. Need, you know, right? We um, gotta increase our sexual activity go, so that yeah. we can prevent COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go. What you say? What you say? Is that I said you have we have to increase our sexual activity so we can prevent COVID. <laughs> right, man. We ain't, ain't nobody trying to catch the COVID, right? We don't want it's the a video. COVID. It's we a gotta, COVID preventive medicine. You know, right? Um, and it's, even yeah. also, still on the on the health tip a little bit. It's actually good exercise. Literally, it's yeah. good mm -hmm. physical exercise. Um, it like regulates like all the body functions. It prevents diseases right. and it relieves stress. Everybody got all kinds of stress, stress that we don't even know right. we be having. 
But mm-hmm. having the sex, guys, it helps. It helps you relieve right. the stress. So being things things happening, um, you know, often this is not good. You know, there's that's the thing that's kind of like frustrating in society where like this whole um, and it goes back to like the beginning of America with the Puritans and just like the whole view on what is pure and what is like not you know right and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. you know it was like this pervasive thing in society that you know sex is not something that you should be enjoying it should not be something that is uh thought of in a right. positive light it's like you do it for procreation right. and that's it but you know we got to we got to get that out of the system right it's, it's good right it's actually healthy it is enjoyable, right. and um, you need to you need to you need to get 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 it cracking, people. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna be a, you know sex positive, right? Sex positive. Mm-hmm. We're promoting that, pushing right. that. Um, and there are the questions of before marriage or not. That one right. is. Yeah, it's you know I don't know what 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 are you what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, okay, so the Bible tells us if you're from a faith standpoint, we're mm-hmm. not supposed to have um, premarital sex. Um, there has been uh, a new uh, thought. I wouldn't say new, but more of a progressive, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. thought now, um, where it's like. Now, at, when, at one point where everyone was all on one accord, and now there's a split in the middle, mm. in a sense. Whether it's like more traditionalist, the Bible says, and then more progressive, where it's like, okay, but but where? And so, right, no, but that's such so, a good question. <laughs> Keep going. Right, yeah. so it's like, but but where? So there's so right now there's been this split where. Um, the talks are trying to really figure out um, did were they legally married when they started to have sex it doesn't say it's like as far as like right now when you read the Bible mm-hmm. it, there's not a lot of details you know per se like how the things go about did mm-hmm. they wait until they got married did they not um, so the, the progressive part the progressive uh, theology, I guess, you could, if you will, mm-hmm. would say, okay, so as long as you are in a monogamous, committed relationship mm-hmm. and there is no one outside, when you come together, you are joined together and you are married in a sense that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can have sex and you're fine. Whereas the flip side is like, okay, no, you're not married until you go and you do things according to the law because the Bible says that we're supposed to obey the law. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to obey the law of the land. So we're supposed to obey the law of the land. The law of the land says that you're not married legally until you have gone down to the court and signed those papers and then now you're married. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's 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 a split down many I know for me I have I have practiced uh, premarital sex mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying that because I am uh, an advocate for it I I will say that I have done that and it has 
giving me some internal issues with it mm. because if you're not in a committed relationship um and you're just casually having sex or you say you tell yourself i'm not going to have sex i'm going to honor my body i'm going to honor god and then you put yourself in a situation where that doesn't happen and, and then then you do um the ramifications of that is uh, possible um pregnancy possible um you know infections and also psychologically if you're trying to do right by god you're gonna feel started feeling a lot of guilt mm. a lot of shame even though god tells us not to feel those things we're supposed to just repent turn away and try again um but sometimes in the intellect you're like well i didn't do it right so now i'm i'm bad i'm unworthy i shouldn't be here mm. or i'm just gonna go well since I've, I've already gone all the way i might as well go ahead and continue so and and then of course you know the soul tie topic in discussion of when you have sex with many people and they're not your spouse then you are constantly interchangeably you know interchanging souls spirits and mm. you know if this person has really bad negative energy and you have sex with them the energy is going to be on you now it's it's a whole thing yeah. and it's harder for you to walk away from someone and when you engage in premarital sex because now you're connected to them sexually so your body is craving what they've given you because you because it's not just a physical thing it's also a spiritual thing mm, mm, but what mm. say you pasta so so <laughs> yeah so here, here's here's how here's how i see it I, I i i would say we let's think of it let's think of it at, on on a couple levels right I, there was one uh i went to a conference and this guy man he he I'm not going to do it justice, but the, I'll give you the summary of what he was saying. He was talking mm -hmm. about the idea of fornication. And right. so he says, when everybody thinks about fornication, you think of sex. You think of this is a person that is not married and they are having premarital sex. And that's your whole understanding of the idea of fornication and he says but let me tell you what the actual issue is with that because like literally if you think about this whether you're married or not your body is doing the same thing you know you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like physically mm -hmm. biologically everything your body is doing the same thing whether you're married or not with the person right. when you have sex with a person your body's doing the same thing so it's not right. the act of sex itself that's some sort of sinful thing it says here's where you're getting into the problems when you're getting in when you are indulging in pleasure without accepting responsibility and i was like exactly. oh, oh dang i didn't i mean i right. under, I, I thought of i know that's part of it but to think about to like to extract out of the idea of fornication here's what actual fornication is it is indulging in pleasure or self-satisfaction or whatever indulgences without um, taking on the responsibility that should be associated with said thing. And he says, right. if you understand it in that way, then you will know that sex is not the only space and place and where you can be a fornicator. All right. Mm -hmm. Anytime you are indulging in the pleasure and lacking the responsibility, you're commit, you're, 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 you're practicing fornication. And that is 
damaging, destructive behavior. So that's what God is condemning. And so I think it's very helpful for us to think about sex in that way, because the important thing about it is the intimate uh, relationship thing that you're building. So if you are not willing to like fully be responsible in that relationship, it's just going to be damaging to you, as you have said. So I say that's the first mm-hmm. layer of it, right? The first layer is think about what is the, the you know, your balance of, like, indulging in pleasure versus mm-hmm. uh, taking on the responsibility of relationship, right? Mm-hmm. That's even before you get to your actual, like, love and affection and all of that stuff. Just, ha- you know, are you a responsible person, right? Like, I know... Um, there's a guy. There, there's a, a guy that was telling me he wanted to get a vasectomy, but he was like 18, and the mm. doctor was like, "Nah, we're not doing that," because mm-hmm. first of all, you're too young. You don't even know if you want to have kids or not. You're just trying right now to avoid the responsibility of getting somebody pregnant. That's all right. you're trying to do. So you're trying to mm-hmm. indulge in all the pleasure without the responsibility. And that, I think, is the first level. Like, we got to be responsible people. Even before you get to relationship and intimacy and all of that, we're not trying to be knuckleheads practicing destructive stuff, right? So that, for me, is the first layer. The second layer is where you get now to what kind of relationships do you want to have in your life? What things are actually, you know positive and edifying and helpful for you, you know? Um, So I would say, you know how you kind of pointed to the very traditional versus more liberal theology on it? I, I lean more towards the liberal side, which is saying you are, uh, if you if you are in a committed relationship and your like your mind, your heart, your body, your soul, everything is is committed to that relationship, then you are much closer to you know what God intends for the whole practice of sex to be. Ultimately, I think it is, you know, I think the best way is marriage because then you you done made the full on commitment. You you done it, you know, right. individually. You've done it emotionally. You've done it legally. You've covered all the bases in our society. That's how we do it. But if you if somebody was to get technical, it's like uh, all these people in the Bible. Um, when 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 did the uh, when did the marriage part start? Like how we understand marriage is with the ceremony right. and documents and all the sort of like legal observations of that. When did that start? Like it, it, in the beginning in creation with Adam and Eve, did they have a wedding ceremony? I don't know. I don't believe so. I think it was just a, they that. were committed to each other. <laughs> they decided they were going to be that way, and they began to live life together like that they were becoming one flesh you know so um you know you do have as as society develops and whatever then they you know had more sophisticated you know what do you call it like official marriage practices but from the beginning 
the principle at its foundation is, are you going to be committed to this individual? That is the true grounds for which something, you know, takes place. So, you know, in terms of how Christians view it, you got like the reality of your situation and then you got like corporate policy versions of stuff. So Mm -hmm. I always deal with people on those levels um, because I believe with God is much more uh, fluid. It's not black and white. Everything that is nuanced, God works with everybody in those situations. I do think personally that the best way to do it is, um, you know, go full on and, and, and be married and and do that but i'm not going to like now just condemn everybody else who's not doing i say you know it's i understand this you know i I feel like it'd be better if you do if you go ahead and get married i mean if you want to do everything why not get married go ahead and get married what what is what is holding you back from making the full the full commitment that would that would be my real question Mm -hmm. you know for anybody it's like okay why you want to go this far but not all the way like what is that thing um and I wanted to I wanted to talk about that in terms of not only just the religious, but also, I don't know, like I kind of like all my like digging led me to like scientific kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. or, or like but not just like not just like biological science, but like social science, like psychology and and, and the social aspects of things. So I wanted right. to run some ideas by you and get get your ideas on what you think about these. Um, okay. I read so I read this article. Um, it's called "The Science of Sex Before Marriage," and mm-hmm. it, I guess I'm, I'm sure if the guy's a psychologist or not, but it's a it's a website called mywellclinic.com. Really, mm-hmm. a lot of good resources on relationship stuff there. They got a whole blog section with a bunch of cool articles, and then they've got other stuff too. So check that out when y'all get a chance. But. Um, he made some excellent points, and yeah, let, let, let's let's talk about them. So the first one okay. that that uh, the first thing that the article pointed out, which I think is really key for all of us, is um, we're hardwired for intimacy and connection. Like human beings are are very being, like soul, mind, body, spirit, everything has a longing for connection biologically Mm -hmm. physiologically psychologically philosophically uh socially spiritually all of those um so what what do you think do you agree with that or do you see it differently what what do you what are your thoughts on that just that first point no i no i i think so i think that's why um we we saw how human connection is so important Mm -hmm. um when during the pandemic yeah. Um, when people weren't able to hug one another and kiss and go and see their families, and you know, a lot of families they exchange, you know, expressions of love through hugs and kisses and mm-hmm. you know, daps and shakes and you know, so that right there in itself is an example of how important a human connection is. And then also, when you just think about a baby, a baby when a baby is born they need human connection they need to be touched by the mother mm-hmm. they need to be touched by the by the by the father they, they need that and they, there's studies that have shown that a baby that is not touched right away um suffers psychological emotional problems 
later on in life. Um, and a lot of babies do because if you, if a baby was born, um, you know, if a baby was born um, to a to a mother who, who passed away, or if a, a baby was born to someone who was a who was addicted to drugs mm-hmm. or alcohol, and you know, there's no next of kin. So we know how important uh, the human connection is for us, and 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 how much we all want to be loved. I mean, right. that's why you know the dating business and is so. You know, popular and, and is a, is very um, lucrative business because people want to be loved. They want to have the companionship. They want to hold hands and walk around and have someone to snuggle with up under, you know, a, a nice warm blanket on the couch and watch TV. Mm. That connect connection it it facilitates a lot of other stuff in our head. We feel that connection makes us feel loved. We become happy. You know, those endorphins and stuff starts going all in our heads. Which, which help our body. So, yes, I, I totally agree that, agree that. that we are hardwired for intimacy and connection as humans. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's yeah. true. And, and, it, and so, so, so thinking in that way and understanding, um, okay, your body does this and this is mm-hmm. how you've been created. There's natural like uh, reactions or responses. Our bodies mm-hmm. actually give out the next thing that right. they were talking about is actually our bodies um, give off like certain chemical releases in our brains mm-hmm. when right. we um, uh, when we are intimate together. And those right. things actually help to create bonds. It's almost like a scientific explanation of the soul tie kind of concept. It's like right. when, was, when you are intimate with this person, literally, right. there's a chemical reaction in your brain that now bonds you to this individual, this person. And so right. it's like it's like um, it's like yes, we are now um, actively, intentionally bonding to each other, and it's good. And this is a positive. This is a great awesome thing that we could do right um and so so thinking in that way uh the analogy of a strip of tape comes to mind or a sticker something with an adhesive back Mm -hmm. right you you, Mm -hmm. you're making a bond so if you stick it to one thing fresh off you take the backing off and you stick it to that one thing you got a real nice solid good bond but now you take that piece of tape off that surface and you put it onto another surface. Now you got to kind of like rub it in a little bit more <laughs> in order for it to stick well. Right. And if you do that, you know, five, six, seven, eight times, eventually you're going to get to the point where the bond either is extremely forced or there is no longer that bond happening. You know, so it's like over time it gets weaker and weaker. Right. You know, so, so, so if if people kind of think, um, about these practices, um, of sexual intimacy, this is literally what is happening with your body and your mind. So, you know, when, when people get to the point where, um, you know, they're, 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 they're so free with their sexual practices that they don't really feel anything anymore. You know, you'll have people say, that's like, yeah, I don't know. Sex is just kind of like whatever now. It's not, it's not special. It's not exciting. Um, yeah, it's because literally you've been kind of remaking these bonds with different 
people, different individuals, and the, and the specialness is not there because the bond is not as strong as it was supposed to be. Um, tell me what you think of these stats. I'm going to run off some stats for you real quick, and then, okay. and then I want to know okay. your thoughts. So, um, okay. in this research... They found that that people who waited to have sex until after they were married, uh, after they were married, um, they had higher levels of these things. Relationship satisfaction, twenty percent mm-hmm. higher than couples who didn't wait. Um, better right. communication patterns, about twelve percent mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, less consideration of divorce, about twenty-two percent more. Um, better sexual quality, about fifteen percent more. Um, what do you think of those stats? What, what, you agree with it? Does something sounds suspicious? What do you think? No, I do. I do agree because when you do wait to have sex until marriage, that means that you have spent more time communicating with each other. Mm. You have spent more time asking questions. You have spent more time really delving into the to the character of a person to the personality of a person you've allowed yourself to be around them enough so that you can see how they operate and how Mm -hmm. they you know how they operate in the world so it does make for a better relationship it makes for a better sexual experience because you've had the conversations about it if you chose to Mm -hmm. which i hope you do because i think waiting until waiting to have sex till marriage does not mean that you don't have the conversation about sex Mm -hmm. you should be able to have a mature adult conversation about you know how do you feel about sex what are your sexual expectations what do you like what you don't like do you do you want to explore those things you know once we get get married um so i i do agree with these things because um like you said before and the part about when we have sex um when we can become intimate physically physically intimate with, with one another chemicals do release mm-hmm. so that that bonding part like you said before the soul tying is that right there i would say if someone says oh, i don't believe in soul ties i think that that this scientifics of the chemicals being released that bonds us together is is an example mm. that it, val- it validates what people are saying that it does take it is harder for you to 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 separate yourself physically from someone because of how bond you know if the sex was great come on let's be yeah. honest if the sex is great yeah you're gonna be like oh my gosh i can't get away from this person because my body is craving them that's that chemical that was released that bonded you all together now sometimes emotionally it's more stronger for a woman than it is a man Mm. a man could probably hop around a little bit more different than a woman but yeah so i under yeah so yes less consideration of divorce probably so because again you have had time to emotionally connect Mm. i think when you are emotionally connected with the person um the sex is better the relationship is better um the communication is better because you're taking the time to really get to know the person um you're not seeing them just for what they can do for you in the bedroom but you're seeing what they can do for you for your lifetime so yes i honestly agree with all of these things yeah um and just to to kind of um piggyback on that note and in your observation about yeah when you're when you're waiting you build these bonds or you're developing these other parts of the relationship uh that same study also um looked at people who did have premarital sex but waited longer so Mm -hmm. there's something to be said about 
taking time to develop the relationship before becoming sexually intimate. Yes. Um, yes. They, there's two ideas that I uh, want us to, to, to get in our toolbox, everybody, um, mm-hmm. which is um, this, this notion of intentional partner selection and this mm-hmm. notion of sexual symbolism. So real quick, mm-hmm. uh, intentional partner selection. This is like, uh, you know, when you're trying to decide, do you want to be in a full on strong relationship with this person? And right. <laughs> there's basically the easiest way you can say it is like uh, early sex creates this counterfeit intimacy um, right. that makes two people think they are closer to each other than they really are. So drop the uh, mic. Go on ahead. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Exactly. There you go. Boom. Exactly. And and, that, and and the key in there, man, counterfeit, counterfeit, right. and you haven't right. really developed it because you 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 went to the super extreme and in, intense uh, intimacy, um, you know, on right. the chemical level. Your f- physical things are happening, all of this stuff, and that, and that's a quick bond. But is it actually what you are wanting? You you kind of like some people call it. Uh, D drunk or P whip, gotcha. mm-hmm. if you will. Right. Um, if mm-hmm. you know what those terms are, if you don't, you know you can go to Urban Dictionary and they'll tell you. Um, right. They'll let you know what's good. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So 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 there's those ideas. Um, the other, I guess, almost like the flip side of that is something called sexual symbolism, which is where you do take the time to build your relationship grow the emotional things and your emotional intimacy is actually the basis for your sexual intimacy right then your um, sexual intimacy actually becomes a symbol of the emotional bond that you've already made with this person Mm -hmm. it's like this is now a symbol of the love that we share together but the thing that makes that such a rich and awesome experience is when you're prioritizing uh, your commitment, your communication, you're building like uh, basically like you're building the the, the, the structure of your uh, of your uh relationship right so you're building your trust your support your safety your security all of these things in your relationship it's it's like don't think about your relationship as oh i'm abstaining from sex think about it as i'm gaining all of these different areas and then we're gonna add on another thing when it's like just right it's like if you're building a burger you have your way that you're making it, right? Or if you're cooking right. up something, you have a certain way that you do it, right? When you do your Christmas tree, a lot of people will put the star on last because that's like the tip right. top. Like, yes, now right. we're ready to do this. This is the crowning moment. Bam, hit the lights. Everything is a celebration. You know what I'm saying? So that for me, it, it was a long, <laughs> it was like a long answer. But I think mm-hmm. that's for me a... Uh, uh, um, the way that I would say people should think about, you know, premarital sex versus waiting till marriage. There's just, it's just such a better experience if you can do it that way. Um, okay. Do you want yeah, one quick thing? Mm-hmm. What, 
what about the people who's gonna say, but how, what if the sex is bad? What if this, what, what if the sex isn't good? What if they don't do it for me? What if they don't, um, what if it's not good? You know, let's be for real. What if right. what he's working with is, it's not big. What if what she's working with is not healthy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it's, you know, or it's, what, or it's what, not, yeah, it's, it's too dry right. or whatever, you know? Right. What, whatever why can the I, physical why can I, deficiencies why can I test could it? be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why can I test it before I buy? Which I hate that term, but right. that's what people say. Like, no, why can do. I test drive? Th- why can I test drive this sexualness first to see if if it's going to be good and if, when I marry them? Yeah. So. What do you say to couple that? Couple things that come to mind for that, and okay. I I want to know what your response is also for that because okay. you know you, you okay. just said you've heard these these arguments before. <laughs> um, <laughs> To me, that's an indication of where your priority is. Gotcha. In relationship. Is it, is the sex the priority? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if the sex is the priority, then we're now kind of working in that counterfeit space, I, I think. We're working in right. the counterfeit intimacy space. Because the thing that makes, like, I think this is what people are not, fully understanding is like the thing that makes the sex good is the building of all the other stuff prior to exactly so that when you are engaged there may be some things that are lacking but say for example okay if you have built a safe space and a safe place with your partner if there's something within the sexual intimacy that is not unsatisfactory because of the trust and safety that you've built you can talk about that mm-hmm. openly right and you can brainstorm mm-hmm. ideas on how to do this you know mm-hmm. like we adults here so we go we're gonna keep it real right. if your man's thing is not to the full size uh satisfaction that you want <laughs> yes you can talk about can we bring some toys into the situation Exactly. Can we figure out other ways to uh, bring this satisfaction on? Don't worry. I'm going to get you. I'm going to make sure you get yours, bro. But we got to also make sure I get mine. So let's work on how we can uh, find some creative, fun, enjoyable ways to do this but it, you know if that's there's a difference between you being in a relationship where you could where you could speak openly about that and then talk about it and then it gets better versus your man hearing from his boy yo bro i don't know if you knew this but my girl was talking to your girl and she was saying you got some trash d mm-hmm. and you're like what what, what? I didn't even right. what, Be- and that that is the result of a not of a relationship where you de- where you haven't built the trust and you can't have the conversation. So now there's toxic outlets, right? And that kind of stuff. So anyway, for for me, th- that's a long answer. But for me, that's that's what I think when somebody's like, I need to test drive things first. It's like, well, you t- driving the wrong. You're trying to drive the wrong stuff, right? You know, right? But what's your thoughts? Right. I don't know. What do you think? I totally agree. I mm. think that. Um, I think that no, if you have that bond beforehand, and then you get married and you have sex, it can't be bad because your com- because your definition of bad is that means you're comparing it to what you had before. Mm. So mm. what you have your your focus should be what you have right now. 
and if your partner is inexperienced in the avenue of sexual and of sex then that is your time to be able to help them and teach them and like you said bring there's there's so many other avenues that you can that you can explore that's not just the same traditional of what you've always thought you know yeah. you shouldn't always automatically assume everybody is equipped everybody knows what to do just mm -hmm. because you've had all these sexual experiences and the other thing is that you don't even know if your sex is bad because just <laughs> right. because the girl didn't tell you that your sex was bad does not mean that it, is, it wasn't bad a lot of men think that their sex is the best but the truth is the women aren't telling you that it's trash. Mm, mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. and I am and, and my call to action, ladies, if you're out here having sex, <laughs> there's no there's no uh condemnation on you, okay? I'm I'm not judging you at all. Mm -hmm. But tell these men the truth. If the sex is bad, tell them it's bad. <laughs> because yeah. they're now they're thinking that they're gonna they, they have to test drive that that the sex is only good if she if she's good. Mm. Not if you're good, like that you like what you bring to the table is already the best. Yeah. Um. Absolutely not. So you do not have to test drive the car in order to buy it because you're not buying anybody. This is not a purchase. Mm -hmm. This is you coming together, unified to not only honor God, honor your lives, but then to also grow with one another and support one another and push each other towards God, push each other towards your purpose. And in life, and to and to continue this life that we have, and in a more satisfying and promising way. You're not buying a car. You're not gonna trade it in later once it hits a certain amount of miles on it. Mm -hmm. This is some. This is a commitment for a lifetime. So you need to stop thinking about a woman as a vehicle. Mm -hmm. You know, she's she's not a, a something that you just purchase. A woman is someone that you commit to for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's 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 that's how it is. So yes. And, and what I'll even add to that too is, especially when you say we can be open to things that maybe traditionally people have, you know, thought as taboo right. or whatever. Say, for example, I'm going back to the, to the idea of like your man's, your man's equipment is not as big as you want it to. Right. If you and your man decide, man, I'm going to look into some enlargement surgery. If y'all are cool <laughs> with that, ain't no condemnation of it. Because there's not actually right. anything wrong with doing that. If that's what right. you have both decided together, you're like, oh, let's try this. Right. And that's you know that and that's within your relationship, that's y'all's expression of it. And it's fine. And there's no right. condemnation of it. You know, who cares right. what other people outside that they ain't in the relationship. They weren't having right. the conversation with you. They weren't right. They didn't come to those uh, you know, um conclusions with them. But that's what happens when you are right. in a safe space. Like they're the things that could have been thought of as taboo if y'all within your relationship have genuinely come to these and you said, hey, we, we're cool with this. We want to try it. And, I, you know, it's some not some kind of like obvious, you know, moral violation that is like self-evident. Then, yes, that's actually good and fine for you all to do so you know i i just want to say these things because sometimes people think there's like limits on it but it's like look right. it's y'all if you if you if you you know really doing it like to the fullest for my belief is going to be y'all and right. god and what y'all and god do that's between y'all and god 
and that's and that's right. what's going to be making it good for y'all and God. So and it's going to be know, fun. You don't need to and think. Of, you don't need to worry it's, about it's, uh, right. what every other, what everybody else outside of your relationships standards are. You know, right? Yeah. And it makes it fun if you if you're in it if it makes it fun. Yeah. Hey, I'm about to have so much fun exploring my spouse. Yeah. I'm about to have so much fun, and then like it's like a process of elimination. It's like, up, oh, that didn't work. Let's try something else new. Yeah. It's, or, it's, that, that was should be, bomb. That, oh, we we yo, right. put that on the menu. We doing that. Right. Let's write that down. We're gonna do that again. Yeah. yeah. It should be something that you're exploring with each other to figure out, you know, what you both like best. Yeah. So I, you shouldn't look at it as something that should already be like, you know, yeah. like a, like, a, like you're buying a house, like it's a turnkey house. You don't have to make any kind of improvements or enhancements. No, you should be wanting to be able to discover each other and find out what, what makes each other, you know, well, I, yeah, what makes I each other say, go? No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> The word was coming in and stop, which makes each other, you know, satisfied, climactic. Mm-hmm. You get off and you have your orgasms or whatever. So, right, yeah. So, right. have fun with it. You know, exactly. so many things. But yeah. Now, uh, we could talk about this forever, but yeah. uh, we're going we're gonna to close off. I do want to say right. one thing before we get to the quote. Um, I, I do want to point this out because sometimes people look at this and they start really getting judgmental. Right. I want to make a point that regardless of what your sexual practice has been, mm-hmm. it does not define your value as a person. Right. Everybody exactly. has equal value. Everybody has equal rights to a happy right. and healthy relationship, regardless of what your previous previous practices have been. Uh, right. Never think of yourself as less than or unworthy of the right. full awesomeness intimacy that comes with um a marriage relationship um you know it's it's i i don't know how i think probably more people than we think struggle with that so i just want to uh, make sure that that's a that's a a part of the conversation as well um yeah you know go ahead uh quotes final thoughts okay i found this quote from a website it says no amount of talking about sex is going to diminish the mystery of the experience of it. Ooh. Sex is sacred, not a secret. Ooh. And that was by Christine LaPlante. I think that's LaPlante, L-A-P-L-A-N-T, mm. or LaPlante. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a really good quote Ooh, because I love that. Um, yeah. a lot of I mean, as far as coming from the Christian world, because you know the outside, nobody, nobody in the Outside of Christianity has a problem talking about sex. But mm-hmm. people in the church have a problem talking about sex. Right. So like this quote says, it doesn't diminish the mystery and ex- of an experiencing of sex. It's still it's sex is still a sacred thing. It should not be a secret. Right. So it should not be something that you're not talking about. Um and having healthy conversations about because you don't want to go into a committed relationship and you don't talk about sex and then someone doesn't feel safe because they feel like you violated them. Mm. They feel like you disrespected them or you went too far or, you know, you forgot to, you know, assign, you know, what were the red flags, the yellow flags and the green flags of the sexual experience. Mm-hmm. So just because you're not talking about it doesn't mean that it's still not a that sex is still not a mystery that you have to experience because it's never a one-stop shop with sex. Right. You may think it is, but it's always different levels of sex that you can, you know, that you can um, go to and that will make your relationship so much better. 
Oh yeah. So. Now I had a verse that was longer, but I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'm just gonna read. Okay. So this is in Song of Songs. And uh, <laughs> I will say this, when you, when you look up <laughs> scriptures about sex, like 90% of it is, do not do it in a wrong right. way or you're going to hell <laughs> and you will be condemned. Right. And I'm like, ah, that is not helpful right now. So, right. <laughs> you know, what the, the verse that I'm, that I'm picking here is a celebration of what you get when you put that thing together right when the when the emotional intimacy is the basis for the mm-hmm. sexual intimacy i believe right. this is what you're celebrating so this is song of songs or song of solomon depending on what kind of bible you have and um i'm a, i'm going to tell it from verse 10 to verse 12 it says i belong to my beloved and his desire is for me come my beloved let us go to the countryside let us spend the night in the village. Let us go early to the vineyards to see if the vines have budded in their blossoms, if their blossoms have opened, and if the pomegranates are in bloom. There, I will give you my love. What I loved about that passage is like, you got the exploration idea, you got right. the extreme desire and affection and you have the intentionality of love expressed together all in those verses so don't be talking about how the bible don't you know condone some good old good loving because it do right here it's also an important Mm -hmm. part of our experience man so celebrate that thing uh have fun uh, make it a positive experience. Build the intimacy because I guarantee you that is going to make the sexual intimacy that much better, greater, more enjoyable. And you're going to you're going to like it. Like these are good things. You, this is what you want. Right. You know, something to look right. forward to, not to think of as a burden. So, yeah, y'all, right. that's what you need to do because that's the way love goes. You feel me? Way love goes. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Peace. 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 Be intimate. (laughs) All right. uh, (laughs) Yeah, bye.